Welcome back to Grab and Go. Rob and I are now continuing our conversation on how to discern God's will versus our own will. Let's jump back into the conversation. The, the final thing that, that I really want to talk a little bit about in regards to, to knowing our will versus God's will is, is, is two things that God has created us as people to be creators. Like we love to create, we're meant and designed to work and he is the one that gives us desires um, now, obviously our desires are, are fallen just like every other faculty of, of our bodies, our minds are obviously our bodies in, in every way, but God has given us desires and, um, those desires don't have to be, as you mentioned from the, the scripture earlier, that if we're pursuing him, these desires can be good and holy desires. Right. And so it's okay to acknowledge what your desire is. In fact, like it's, it's in my opinion, one of the most important processes is actually admitting what, what your desire is in a situation. Um, right. You've got to be able to, to, to admit that. And, and there is freedom um, because if, if you know the word of God and you've sought godly counsel in a situation and you know, there's nothing specific about God's word. Say you have you have two jobs after college, or you've got an opportunity to lead a Bible study, or maybe in, another option is you know you you can um, you're serving your church on Sunday mornings, but you don't have time for both. Sure. Oh man, what do you do? Right? Um, what I, one one writer said it this way: We don't have to pressure ourselves into making the exact right decision when we're choosing between two Christ honoring options. That's good. God. God yeah. gives us the freedom to choose, and He promises to be with us and to accompany us as we move forward. You know, we have that freedom, and we can go in confidence that God is with us as long as we're not actively disobeying or there's nothing that you know we're we're choosing to ignore solid biblical counsel there's freedom and that's mm -hmm. okay and you can release some of that pressure um of, of trying to be perfect um you know that, that that's such a good gift because i i think so many of us are um just gripped with the analysis of options and uh uh a prohibition or a fear for making the wrong play. But but in that hypothetical scenario about leading a Bible study or serving in your local church, who's to say maybe by lead by you being faithful to respond to this invitation to lead a Bible study, maybe you encourage a brother or a sister to volunteer in the local church, or you um, serve in the local church and that frees up um, a family to worship together. It frees up another uh, member of, of the local assembly to, to to jump into a Bible study and further to grow their relationship. So, so I, I think that's um, it, one. It's it's really really balanced and biblical advice. But I think it's it's secondly, I think that that freedom from this pressure to make perfect decisions every single time. Um, I, I think that is is incredibly liberating, and, and it's it's important because again. 
Um, I think every generation has said this, but it's it's never been harder to be a 20 something year old or a 30 something year old or 40 something, because again, we know what we know. And again, there's so much pressure. There's fear of missing out. There's there's fear of being inauthentic. There's a fear of, of being found out. You know, there is all these imposter syndrome. There's so many different pathologies and social phobias that um, we're, we're really careful to avoid. Um, I, I think for me, a light bulb went off several years ago about instead of trying to be fill in the blank. I'm just trying to be a biblical person. I want to try to honor Jesus with my life and with my living. I want to make sure that um, he's the one I'm trying to please more than I'm trying to direct my steps for my own pleasure or for my own comfort. And and again, um, and I've shared this story with you, Alan, and maybe with others, but it was probably 15, 20 years ago. Uh, I was at a missions conference at our church and I kind of got this this thing in my heart about I'd love to be called into college ministry. I'd love to be the next Alan Denton to, to some capacity, but I could never get that call. I couldn't get it settled in my heart. And so I, I, I saw it after some some men of God that I really trusted and admired. And I said, this, this is my stuff. And they they prayed with me. They counseled me. We talked about options and I really just couldn't get any peace about it. So I, I, I thought... Well, if God won't call me into college ministry and during this season, what can I do? Hmm, I can serve college students. And so that turned into me repositioning some of my career and my vocational interest into working on a college campus. So today I'm sitting on a college campus and I have college students that come into my office and we talk about their future. And this is in my mind, the, the most satisfying expression of being vocationally faithful while also ministering in maybe a non-traditional context. And so um, I can remember, I think it was U2, and again, I'm really old, but I think U2 said that, you know, we're not a Christian band, but we're Christians in a band. And again, I want to put air quotes on all of that. But again, I'm not saying I'm a college minister, but I'm a minister working on a college campus. So if that metaphor travels for you, again, don't feel as if we're, we're saying you've got to do the most unpleasant, insane thing you've ever thought of. Again, going back to Romans 12, what is pleasing uh, to God's perfect will and what is good, those things can be really pleasurable, especially as you have a heart towards God and things are aligned. Um, again, we talked about is the thing you're considering is a biblical, um, you know, it, where is your heart motivation? Where is it oriented? Third step, kind of what is wisely, wise and godly counsel kind of suggesting. And the next thing is, do you see God's hand at work? I mean, again, um, this context of relationship with God, as you go closer and closer to God, you'll be walking with him hand in hand. And so as God walks in a certain direction, it's easier to follow his lead where he's opening up opportunities to um, engage the poor or to share your faith or to befriend the person who's kind of by him or herself, et cetera. So there's a lot of different ways God can open doors for you. And that it's not necessarily um, scripted out anywhere. So again, it, it's important for you to, to, have, to be engaged in relationship with taking in God's word, 
again, giving back expressions of thankfulness and, and gratitude and worship, but then also seeking after that relationship with a parachurch organization, local church, or a small group of, of believers that can kind of encourage you and know you intimately. Again, all those things seem to work uh, together in concert to move forward uh, in this um, discernment process between God's will and my will. That's so good. Um one one final thought is how will uh, to evaluate how your decision will affect you and will what what effect would it have on others yeah um you know is this let's put this in relation in and you know context of maybe a relationship okay um you know you you think some guys some guys cute at at a campus ministry um, I, you know, or, or something along those lines. And you're like, okay, do I have freedom to date this person? <laughs> you know? All right. If, if they're not a believer, then I would encourage you not to do that. Are they a believer that's choosing to follow, follow Jesus in kind of a way that, that I'm choosing to do that? Okay. Yeah. And, you know, our personalities match and, uh, you know, our passions kind of match and, and there is chemistry there. Okay. That, that begins to check all of these boxes and those kinds of things, but say that you're in a season where you, you have 20 hours of classes and, and an internship and you have stress and anxiety as is, is, is that the wise season, for example, mm -hmm. to pursue that? And this is where I think the freedom comes in and, and wisdom comes in that God gives to us. Okay, there's nothing explicitly saying, no, don't do this. But you may say, okay, maybe not this season. But mm -hmm. if some of those other factors aren't in play and it it doesn't have negative effects on you or another person, um, then then I think you can feel the freedom to to begin to pursue that. And and that's okay. Right. Yeah. You know, that's that. Uh, that's just a, a very explicit example of of what that might look like um, yeah, for, yeah, for somebody. I, yeah, Alan, you brought it right to street level. That it's fantastic. I, I, I was I was expecting maybe a broader response, but I but leave it to you to really speak to the audience. That's fantastic. <laughs> but um, but for me, I was thinking about um, this whole notion that we're called to be ministers of reconciliation, and so. Mm -hmm. The work that we do is should not be just for ourselves, but again, um, our response to the gospel, our response to opportunities ought to produce goodness and ought to produce righteousness in relationships and the lives of others. And, and so I, I, I agree with you. I think sometimes the, the conditions are satisfied, but the season might be wrong. And so it's important um, to, again, exercise discernment and, and invite God's wisdom. Yeah. Is there anything else that 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 you'd like to include on this conversation? I feel like um, we've included it and uh, you know done a um, pretty thorough job, but I you know I think it's this is an important conversation. No, I, absolutely, I would agree. And 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 again, I think it's so important to emphasize that God's not playing hide and seek. That's uh, right. He wants to be known. He wants to show and share and continue to be generous, hilariously generous with us. Uh, so don't, don't feel like you're trying to, to, to win a game that you're, you're set up to lose. Again, God wants you to win. God wants to be found by you and he wants to engage with you. That's exactly right. Well, thank you for joining us for 
this edition of Grab and Go, your snack size podcast for the road. We hope you enjoy your mows and, and your queso. And uh, we look forward to, to having you join us again as we uh, continue our journey together. Thank you for joining Grab and Go. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. This concludes our conversation on discerning God's will versus our own. Join us in the next episode as we begin to explore the topic of balancing friendships with believers and unbelievers.